Welcome into the Pits and Peril podcast. I'm your host, Todd Kramer. We've got two weeks left in the regular season before playoffs hit. There's still a lot of uh, fantasy football to be played, a lot of movement that can happen in the rankings. And here to help me break it all down is our resident Italian salami eater, Pellegrino water drinker, and olive oil bather, Gianfranco Panashi. How you doing? I'm good, dude. Thank you for reminding me uh, of my heritage. Um, I believe you sent me uh, a meme showing what a tree looks like when it's chopped down. And it was just a full salami. There was no tree. It was just, so it's just, thank you. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. Um, You're Peruvian also, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I am Peruvian too. Um, but I think I look most Italian. It's also the easiest thing to tease me about. So we'll stick with it. Yeah. I mean, Peru's got some delicious food and Italy's got some delicious food. So yeah, it's a good combo to have. Peru might have the most underrated food in all of the world. Yeah. And, and I love raw fish and I love um, Lomo Saltado. I think most people like Lomo Saltado. Um, yeah. I mean, what's not to like steak, French fries, totally. soy sauce action going on. Yeah, I remember um, we had to like make a dish from our, you know, heritage or something for like a class. And I bought Papa Relleno from a store and I brought it into class and no one was the wiser. So I don't feel great about it, but I'm glad to just kind of reveal it to people, get it off my chest. Okay. Well, um, I guess before, you know, breaking down the rest of the league, why don't you tell me where your head's at with uh, your situation? Um, you know, not the best season for um, common credit. Uh, it's just, it, you know, sometimes you have bad seasons where injuries strike. This was one of those seasons for me. I'm grateful that we have a 10th place penalty because it made it interesting for me. Like I got to experience the bottom of the league and what that incentive was worth. Um, and it created a battle. I was still trading. I was still starting players. I still felt like I was in it. So, you know, it's all fun and games. I think, you know, there's an element of luck to fantasy football and Lady Luck was not kind to me this season. It's all good. I completely disagree with you and think that you are the luckiest motherfucker in the league because if you look at the points for column, Mm -hmm. you have 1,417 points. Yeah. Which is the absolute least amount the next closest would be 1,551. So you're over a hundred points below everyone else. And somehow you are still fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I were to make the argument, I would say whenever you have injured top players um, like Cooper cup or Nick Chubb, they're not going to give you production in that week, or you have shitty players. You're just going to get low scoring totals. And if you're able to adjust you know, a lot of my wins came kind of in the middle of the season. Um, your point total won't be as high necessarily as others, but you might get some wins along the way if you make some adjustments. And so well, you beat me twice. That's incredible. Um, and I have the second most points for. Yeah. Yeah. I see that it burns specifically for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, this past week was a little bit boring, except 
for that Monday night game where Cole Komet needed to put up 10 points to get Nikki a win and out of pick contention. And he started out hot, man. I think he had like seven some odd points in the first half. And it seemed like, all he needs is two more receptions and it's a done deal. And he just, he ghosted the entire second half. Yeah, that was really rough. Um, I was watching the game and, Komet seemed very involved um, and getting the ball in that first half. And I don't, I turned it off for the second half and everything changed. I talked to Nikki that day too, because he gave me props on my team name and we thought it was in the bag. Um, but that just shows you how many different ways fantasy football can go. It didn't go his way. Pretty rough. I think he was as high as like 80 something percent to win or something like that. Yeah. I mean, after the end of the first half, it seemed like it was a done deal. Nope, wasn't his day. Was not his day. Um, I was able to knock off the mighty ace with a huge point total. I almost put up Ooh. 180 points. Pretty, pretty thrilled with that. I was um pretty scared about the playoffs because my two of my last three games were against the top two teams, Ace and Bill. And then week 13, I had Holden without. Stefan Diggs and James Cook, uh, both out, uh, and DJ Moore this week. So I was like, this is not a good week for me. So getting that win in the bag hopefully is enough because I am not very confident to win one of my last two games. Um, so that was a huge win for me. I mean, I was ecstatic. Um, yeah, should be. Um, it's so funny. I mean, you're moving... having such a good year this year. I hope that. Go on. Did I lose you, Frank? Frank. And we got Frank back. I believe his gabagool salesman rang his, uh, doorbell so he had to jump over real quick to get that gabagool but frankie back what's a gabagool i believe it's a type of italian uh cold cut are you 95 like years old yeah i feel like that's i I haven't heard gabagool what is that gabagool let's see i mean what the fuck is that i don't know yeah it is capicola it's made from the neck and shoulder of the pig. See, cold cut. And yeah. I am 95 on the inside. Wow. Definitely yeah, in our soul. Anyways, um, so yeah, back I, got to- a, I got a big win. Uh, and then Twiz somehow with just a supremely low points total continues to just rack up wins and may steal a bye week uh, from Ace. They are neck and neck for that bye spot. Um, any other big, nothing else really huge. Holden had a rough week while he got a big win to, to try to get that last playoff spot. And Cappy obviously got the win over Nikki because of the commit disappearing act. Yeah. I'm surprised like Keenan can't put up more points with his team. He's got C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Smith at the wide receiver. 
I know. And he had Jonathan Taylor, who unfortunately now is injured, but yeah, it's, it's rough that he has all that talent. It just goes to show how important the quarterback position is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that was probably the secret to my success um, early on, but it seems like everyone's caught up to me. Um, Kenny Pickett and Desmond Ritter as a starter this week is not exciting for Keenan. No. Kenny Pickett sucks. Yeah, well, they got rid of their uh, offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, and they looked way better. Um, So there is hope. There is hope. Yeah. Uh, Before we get into this coming week's uh, matchups, why don't we quickly go over some of the transactions uh, on the waiver wire. Let's do Uh, it. Fryermuth was a big, big one. Twiz got Pat Fryermuth there. He had a huge game, two touchdowns. I think he's blocking me because I needed a tight end, and so Twiz, ever the the uh, gamer, knew I was short a tight end and picked up Fryermuth so that I can have him. I think um, Dalton Schultz also had a garbage game last week, so oh. probably a little of both. Um, so it looks like you know maybe it does pay off to save some cash for the end of the year. Yeah. Seven uh, not much. You could have gotten him for, for less, probably. Yeah, you bid on him, but you have no money Zero. to bid. Yeah. I'm poor. Uh, and then we had a defense go for four, pick coin. Chuba Hubbard went for three. Both of those went to Cappy. I picked up Damian Pierce for two, and I got rid of the Gus Bus, who has been great, but there's just too many, too many running backs. In that, oh, you finally dropped him. He's been good for you. He's been good, but he had a bad week. And mm-hmm. um, Keaton Mitchell had more carries than him, and oh, Justice Keaton. Hill had you know red zone carries. And it's just there's too many mouths to feed. And I don't know if I should give this type of you know thought process away, but like I don't need a solid bench guy going into the playoffs, I need an upside guy, someone that can, you know, be a, a difference maker. So mm-hmm. with that many people in that backfield, I just feel like you could never really trust him. And I'd rather take a flyer on someone else like Damian Pierce winning his drawback. Um, you got Gardner Minshew, which was a great pickup. I'm shocked. Keenan did not go for that. I too am shocked. Uh, maybe he's a little bit disheartened. I also was like pissed that you just dropped him because I was willing to trade him to you for like, say Kenny or not Kenny Pickett, but George Pickens, for example. Well, um, you dropped George Pickens and I picked him up. I know that's what I'm saying. We could just done a trade, but it all worked out in the end. I was surprised to get Gardner Minshew for zero dollars, and I'm very happy because Bryce Young. Do you think Bryce Young like? It's been Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud has been like the comparison all year. Do you think Bryce Young will come back as a quarterback? Or do you think he's a bad quarterback? I think he's probably toast. Yeah. I just, yeah. It seems that organization has, is just constantly in turmoil, though. Constantly firing coaches. Just It seems like the owner is just way too involved, from what I can tell. It's kind of a bizarre situation over there. They just fired their coach, so that can change things. Um, I feel like quarterbacks are so hard to to pick like there's just like so many for every 
Patrick Mahomes out there, there's like a million Zach Wilsons. Um, totally. And I think it's a mental thing. I think like confidence is so huge for the quarterback position. I agree. That, like once you get those seeds of doubt, it just, you can't stop it. And it just spreads like a virus. I totally agree with you. 1000% in that position. Cause there's so much pressure on you. Um, and uh, I think that like, if we think about the Niners, since all I really care about is the Niners, um, Purdy seems to have the temperament. I mean, he went through quite a, a a drought there of just interceptions and just bad games and he's just come back with just an amazing set of games i'm really hopeful the niners can make it all the way this year let's go yeah uh, just I impress. like they're good you know i agree with your purdy assessment and i think there's also something to be said about like having the locker room behind you because for sure every quarterback's gonna struggle and when you struggle as a quarterback and your guys have your back and Agreed. you know don't kind of start shaking their heads and showing you that they're upset. I think that goes a long way. You guys, you have guys like Zach Wilson that threw the defense under the bus. I don't know if you remember that last year when, Oh my gosh, did he do that? Oh, what an idiot. Yeah. Like he was like, well, the offense played well or something like that. And everyone was just really pissed at him. If you don't have the locker room and you start to, you know, you have a bad game. I feel like, you see the guy shaking their heads on the sideline. No one wants to talk to you. And it just, it eats at you. That's a stupid move. Um, You know, that's first of all, stupid move. Clay Thompson, I feel like is in kind of a rut right now. I don't know how he did last night numbers wise. Um, He started out hot and then was just ice cold for the second I think he's in his own head as well. I think he'll get out of it, but you know, it's it's one of those things where it's the media is kind of all over you. I'm worried about Clay Thompson a little bit. Um, I am too. Understand as well. I think that he doesn't have the athleticism to get separation to uh, get his shots off anymore, and he forces. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. You should be able to do. You should be able to lose athleticism as a shooter and still be successful, especially a catch and shooter like him. He just might need to accept taking less shots and becoming more efficient and just shooting like catch and shoot. Threes. I think that's hundred percent it. If you're open, shoot. If not, just move the ball. Pass it off. Yeah, for sure. It was good to see Wiggins get hot last night. Um, I don't know how much you want to talk about the Warriors, but last night a lot. So a lot. I want to talk it was... about it a lot because it was brutal. And I mentioned this in the chat, the Warriors chat, but when the United States said, Oh, we're done with daylight savings time, Mexico said, Oh, yeah, we're that's that's not a bad idea. Let's do that. Let's pass a law to you know get rid of daylight savings yeah and then and then the united states reneged on that and did do daylight savings and mexico did not because they'd already passed the law so now there's a two-hour difference which means home or i guess west coast warriors games start at 9 p.m for me and don't end until just about midnight oh man i'm staying up late for my boys and they just blew it yeah it it was really rough i was like in a depression yesterday because i came home from my basketball game and we were up by a good amount and I heard we were up by 18 at the half I thought we were going to make it to the play-in and to see that fall from grace all the way to a loss I know and and not to mention the injuries to CP3 who all of a sudden I'm like a huge fan of um, GP and GP like two of my favorite players in the team I guess I love every player on the team but it was just a really fucking rough game for a warrior fan um, yeah <laughs> and I don't know if we have any updates on their injuries do we no, no updates. 
The, I mean, there's the only saving grace I can see from this loss is like this may be the spark that the team needs to be like, okay, we got to get our shit together and buckle down and yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. I really hope so. We'll see. Maybe it takes the pressure off Clay a little bit. Maybe that there's a different story aside from Clay for just a second, and that gives him enough, you know, mental space to be able to play well again. I don't know. I think that in the spirit of cheering us all up, do you mind if I tell a joke? Sure. Okay. So I heard this and um, I thought it was interesting. So a Jew has a full erection and runs into a wall. What happens? He says, ow, my nose. He shatters his nose. Yeah. Duh. You knew this joke already? I'm Jewish. <laughs> Uh, Frank, I, I mean, that's kind of the pot calling the kettle black there, man. Damn. I you thought know. it was. You've got quite uh, the schnoz on you. For sure. I mean, my nose would be in pieces. I have a very small penis. Um, and my nose is publicly, you know, out there and everyone can see it's quite large. So I'm no uh, stranger, um, but I thought I, it was. I've heard that I've heard different about your penis, Frank. I've heard you've got quite the hog on you, but. Wow. Um I hope we can delete this episode from Spotify when it's all said and done. Nah, it stays. Great. Okay, but yeah, waivers has been pretty meager. Uh, nothing really too exciting there. Um, but we got a huge game this week that I want to get into. So why don't we open up the matchup between our ninth and 10th place teams. The yeah, Keenan, if you can't come in, Her. Connor. And um, Jay Cloud, your mom. Yeah. With an attitude like that, I'm surprised, you know, he's been able to um, avoid, you know, having a child. It's just, it seems very unsafe. Um, so who do you see in this matchup winning and where do you think the difference is? Well, let's take a look. Let's pop it open. I mean, Nikki has CJ Stroud who can pop off anytime. That guy's been just phenomenal this season. Great pick by Nikki. Yep. Maybe he can save him. Um, he's still got AJ Brown, ETN. Um, so he's got some guys that can pop. Um, dude, it feels pretty 50 50 to me because uh, Keenan has Bijan, and Bijan seems to have kind of taken the reins. Um, a little bit more uh, market share of the running back touches. Um, Cup sucks right now. I actually feel, by the way, that while I originally was fleeced for Cup in exchange for Rashad White and T. Higgins, I now feel like it was kind of a fair trade, perhaps. Yeah, Rashad White's been better than Cooper. He's been Cup. better. Yeah, so an interesting little tidbit there. I was talking. Plus, to they about. played Cleveland, which means lots of pressure on Matt Stafford. You know what the difference is between Nikki and Keenan we were talking about earlier? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Pickett and Ritter suck, dude. That is brutal. And Ritter against the Jets, who have the best secondary. Like, if the if the Falcons love to run the ball against the Jets, I wouldn't be shocked if he throws the ball less than 20 times. I wouldn't be surprised, too. I, Ritter's just not playable. No. Because what you said, he doesn't throw the ball enough. I'm shocked he did not go after uh, Minshew. Although I, he has no Bitcoin either. Mm -hmm. So, oh, but he was in a higher waiver position than you. So if he would have bid, 
He just took his foot off the gas pedal, man. Yeah, and you can't do that when you're in this situation. Yeah, I mean, clearly he doesn't have much pit hair because if he did, um, he would be really playing to to keep that pit hair. Yeah, I mean, I could see a big game from Cup maybe if they're just trying to get the ball out of Stafford's hands and just hitting him with all these little bubble screens and slants to just get the ball out quick and then Cup can make magic happen after the catch. Mm-hmm. But I do think Nikki's Nikki's skill position pieces aren't that much worse than Keenan's, but his quarterbacks are so much better. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I think that's just going to be the difference maker here. So 100% with CJ Plowd, your mom, in this case. Which also, by the way, great team name. Um, A lot of great team names this season, um, if I do say so myself. Um, do you have any favorites this season, Todd? You know, the thing is, like, people change them and then I forget. But Ass to a Mouth is pretty good uh, right now. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Bill had some good ones earlier in the year, but Bill, like, cannot – he's got team team name ADD, and he'll just – He does, big time. He does. He constantly changes. And he has good ones, and then he lets go. I'm just like, Dude. I know. And just, like, if you have a good one – um just stick with it. And I, I need to think of a new one now because the Nikki lacks commitment. Um, that was not your best. I'm just, as a friend, I feel like I can be honest with you. Yeah. It, I was, was trying to follow your lead. Needs to go. Yeah, I was trying I to, get, I was trying to insinuate that he needs to shotgun a beer. Um, oh, okay. He lacks commitment to the league because he was supposed okay. to shotgun. I talked to him about it. It turns out just because he has a burner phone, for all things uh, inappropriate. He just doesn't check it that often. And um, he was unaware he needed to shotgun a beer. Cool. Now he knows. I uh, I sent a DM to Alyssa to remind him as well. Got you. Which Nikki was not a huge fan of. He was like, why wouldn't you just tell me? I was like, well, I thought you knew. Uh, but I, I have high hopes. But I do want to talk about the national debt, the league debt, and it's it's starting to pile up. And I worry about a, a league shutdown because of that. But we have three shotguns in arrears. Um, Holden owes us two, although one is very recent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nikki owes us one. Um, so that's with interest compounding on those, it just totally it's real quick, especially in this high rate environment. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I wish I could talk, but um, I was a late um, chugger. Um, but uh, have you done three this season? E- yeah, I've done two actually. Um, but um, yeah, I hear you. You know, um, it seems like we 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 need to have some accountability and just yeah. chug those beers, guys. It's just a beer, just a beer. Yeah, it's just a beer. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like even if you don't drink, it's just a beer. It's not like you're like sitting down to enjoy it. You're just fucking slamming it, sucking it down. And then you just go, go on about your day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd say like a warrior, like the beginning of a warrior's game, you just plop down and just watch it. Chug a beer. Yeah. Here's a question. If you were in Holden situation and you had two, would you, and I feel like most of the league would be okay with this. To do a tall boy 
one time as opposed to two beers? Would you do the tall boy or would you do two separate 12 ounce on separate days, separate occasions? I would do two separate uh, tall boy. Taking down a whole tall boy sounds unpleasant. And also just like, just yeah, just unpleasant. Just too much volume of beer. I think I'd go for the tall boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I stand by a couple, couple 12 ounces. Okay. Anything else you want to uh, touch on here for this coming week? Uh, let's maybe get into what teams need for the playoffs and where we kind of stand in the playoffs. Yeah. I would love to just kind of take a look at the playoffs a little bit. And I believe, I mean, unless there's like some crazy point total swings, Bill has the one seed locked up. So that's done. Yeah. Bill. Wow. Six win streak. Um, incredible. Okay, cool. So Will's in. Asked to Will's in with the, I mean, for Ace to make up a 165 point gap in two weeks is just realistic. So he's got a bye. We've got Ace and Twiz vying for that second bye. If it's a tie, Ace has enough. Oh, dude. Wow. Next week they play each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Hopefully they both win or both lose this week for that drama. That would be fun. Wow. They do. That's so exciting. Yeah. If they Uh both, if they both lose or win this week, if they go in neck and neck, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Or, or if Twiz wins this week and Ace loses, Ace can still win next week because of the point total. The bye week is so huge too. Like the stakes are high. Uh, I read somewhere that like your chances of winning the championship goes up by like 50% if you get the bye week. Um, so that's huge. Um, and both times I've won the, the back in the back to back, I had the bye week. Um, it's, it's pretty important. I think so. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many things that can happen during a three week span. So cutting that down by 33% definitely helps. Yep. And then the bottom of the league, am I completely out? Like who no, is it? No, just- no, you can still get in. So I can still get my pits waxed. You can still get your pits waxed, but it's very unlikely. And I actually, I, I think you still can, but it's still very unlikely. Let's keep moving down though. In order we've got Cappy who's pretty much in the playoffs, but no bye week. Uh, so he, I think he's, he can go zero and two and like have like an absolute shit show and like, the points totals could be awful, but I can't imagine you making up that, that ground. So Cappy's in all I need to get in is I can go. Oh, and two. And as long as either you and Wally don't go to an O I'm in. Oh, you're, you're in, you're in. So I'm pretty much in because I think one of you will end up losing one game. Um, yeah. You're pretty much in, you should just like focus on the playoffs. Like you should just be looking at like, uh, I'm not going to do that. I, I still, I've, I've been hurt so bad. I mean, twit or yeah. Twiz getting that huge comeback with Jordan Addison and, uh, and uh, Kirk cousin stack. And then I lost to, to you by like point one six points or something. Like I've just been hurt too many times. So I've, I'm not counting it. It's, I feel like I'm going to make it, but anything can happen. 
And then you and Wally are vying for that last spot. Um, he's got a huge point total lead over you. So you do need to beat him in the wins column, but it's not impossible. Um, getting Minshew might help me. Getting Minshew could very well help you. I've got Although no Wally, Wally has Zach Moss, um, which was a huge. Oh, is he, is he on that backfield now? What? Yeah, he owns that backfield now. Oh, my gosh. He's got a tough schedule. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's not a really great matchup for running backs, but it's definitely a huge windfall for him. For uh, sure. And then for the pits, the, a lot of stuff can happen because Keenan does have the most points for between him, Holden, and Nikki. So a win by Keenan and a loss by Holden and Nikki this week. He's out of pits. Um, so I don't think we're going to have full resolution on the pits until next week. Got it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm nervous, but I know I have a lead here. So I'm just trying my best. So like if I can pull off any win this week or next week, I'll be safe. Um Oh yeah, you'll be safe from the pits. I mean, I don't think you should be worried about the pits at this point, but basically everyone would have to get to five and seven or better. Because I can't beat anyone on point totals. Yeah. I I mean, I guess. Oh wow. Oh wait, no, no, no. Who does so Wally? You play Nikki in the last week, so you could seal his fate um on that one. So you'll be able to play for it. There, there's going to be some good matchups in week week 14. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on either? I just love this league, baby. Like I like from top to bottom, everyone has participated this year. I love seeing Wally and Ace get not only engagement, but just pretty solid teams this year. And we have the worst team at three and nine. It's just great. We have really good parity. And it's a lot of fun. And so I'm happy to, to continue watching this and have this entertain me as we go into the holidays here. It's great to stay connected to everyone. And I'm just wishing everyone a happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, um, despite my joke. I, I love you all. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're doing the pod too. Yeah. And uh, the the shotgunning has been a good addition. We just need some follow through from uh, Holden and Nikki on that to, just keep traditions. You know, traditions are so important uh, as, you know, we go into a digital age, many, many groups start to lose their traditions. And, you know, we have lost languages, indigenous. No, languages. no, 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 no. I'm talking about like the payouts for first place, payout for second place, payout for third place. When did that come up? I was talking about traditions. Oh yeah. But I asked about the payouts. Oh, the payouts are, let's see. One, what was our buy-in? One fifty. Have to look right. back. You talk about tradition. I'll look it up. It's, I believe, it's nine hundred, four fifty for second place, and one fifty for you get your money back in uh, third place. Nine hundred's healthy. Who's gonna yeah. get that? Probably Bill, but we'll see. Anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, traditions. I mean, I like remember there's like this, there's this thing going on in Italy where they're trying to film old nanas like making pasta by hand because they don't want to lose those. And, you know, I worry about, 
I worry about our league's traditions if we get lackadaisical in terms of sucking down a beer um, when it's required of you for losing. And if you aren't drinking, you can always sh- suck down a uh, a seltzer water. You know, yeah. LaCroix. Agree. It's just, just the right amount of unpleasant, but you're just hydrating. Yeah. Um, but traditions are, are very important. Without them, what are we? We're just a we're, bunch of heathens. We're 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 Mongols at the gates. We're barbarians at the gates, and I don't think we want to be that. That's fair. That's fair. I hear you. It's a classy league, and we got to you know make sure we live up to that. And nothing's classier than sucking down a beer that you've just pu- punched a hole through. I hear you. I think point made. Okay. Uh, you got a bust uh, of the week for me. Yeah, I'll give you a bust of the week. I think Cooper Cup continues to bust. I mean, he's got multiple ankle issues from what I understand. Um, and um, I don't think, I think that his projections continue to be too high. Yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, the Cleveland defense just gets after the quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go with one that would help me. Um I think Jordan Love last week was just an anomaly. Um, putting yeah. up 26 points. I, you I watched that game? I did. No. I could see him coming back down to earth. Um, and Casey has an underrated defense. And although he's not projected for a high point total, he's only projected for 13 points. My guess is that Holden is expecting a little more from him after these past two, you know, three strong weeks really in a row. I just don't think he's that good. I hear you. Um, he, I mean, the evidence suggests that he's not that good. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we'll, we'll see how he does this week. That's a fair call out. I like that one. Sweet. Well, uh, I guess that wraps up the pits and peril for now. Um, two weeks left. A lot still to play for, which is awesome. Um, you know, I hope that we have some uh I hope it works out where whatever happens this week puts week 14 into a situation where there's some big matchups with a lot still to play for. That that would 100%. be my, my Hanukkah wish. Yep. I wish for the same. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Todd. And uh let's do this the last couple of weeks. Okay. Later, Frank. Later. Talk to you later.